Hey, listen, fuckhead. Talk, you know, you, you, you can do whatever you want to do. You can put me on mute. You can turn the goddamn channel for all I care. What the fuck are you doing? And you're listening to us now. So obviously you didn't hit the fucking mute switch tonight, asshole. Hello. Uh, welcome to the Royal Grumble. I'm here with Daryl. Hello. And Dan. All right. I'm Graham, just for your information. And uh, we're going to talk about wrestling for a... An undetermined amount of time. Um, first thing I want to say, facebook.com slash Royal Grumble. Go on there. Give us a like. Give us a like, Shove yeah. your thumb up in that. Please. Oh, splendid. That's a good start. Um, <laughs> it's a low it tone from the start. Of course. Well, you, you, you want to establish that yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. So that should establish it for pretty much anybody. Um, we don't have a Twitter because Daryl don't like it. No, I'm not a fan of Twitter. Not a fan of Twitter. No. Um, two against one though it'll be coming yeah we will have a Twitter eventually although I did see Vader's penis on Twitter once (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad I didn't see Vader's penis on Twitter Um, he's got ginger pubes I can confirm (laughs) specific thank you yeah he took he took the picture of his penis he laid on the bed took the picture of his penis and he had old boots on I'm not even (laughs) making that (laughs) and I'm not sure what I was more annoyed about his his limp flaccid penis or or his dirty old boots well, you think about it, what order did he do that in? Because he'd have had to take his Ugg boots off, take his trousers and pants off, then put his Ugg boots back on because his feet were cold. He might oh, have been wearing man. the Uggs as slippers. But he still would have had to take them off, wouldn't he? No, he came in in his shoes and then he's got naked to hang around his hotel room, put on his Ugg boots as slippers while he went to the toilet or something because it's cold floor. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. I, didn't think about that. I, wonder if he, I wonder if he had his mask on. You didn't think about the cold floor theory. That's your problem. Yeah, no. You've not I was too busy thinking I thought about you thought it through. It turns out you haven't thought it through enough. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so we're going to be talking about WrestleMania, oddly enough. Um, WrestleMania was this past Sunday. Uh, we'll talk about some of the other events and stuff. V- Vader at Hall of Fame. V- <sighs> he didn't have his penis out. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it's not PG. And the worst thing is, my next note is Daryl too long. Now, that could be... <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about Vader's penis. That could be completely one. misconstrued. Right. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about WrestleMania. We'll talk about some of the other events that were on around um dan you saw the hall of fame yes i did uh we all saw takeover as you yeah I like at, takeover, at various different times we all like takeover we all were together watching wrestlemania which probably made it slightly more bearable would you say yeah no i'd no. say bear i'd say it's no. no if anything worse for you <laughs> yeah because you specifically don't like spending any time with other people yeah well i don't i don't want to do seven hours of anything to be honest <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad we got that out of the way. Of anything. Literally. So like, no, I'm with you on that. Yeah, so like... Because you can get bored of people, to be honest. No offence, guys. But, <laughs> like, seven hours of wrestling is bullshit. Can yeah. I just point out? Yeah. I think that's the first swear word on the podcast. That is the first swear word. That's Cause pretty Because I, I used penis for Vader. You did say penis, yes. That which is, is a, like a biological term. Biological, yeah. Educational, in a way. But yeah, anyway, so it started at 10 o'clock our time, didn't it? Yeah. And finished about half four. Yeah, it did. I mean, the thing was, later. like, we uh, they advertised it as starting at ten o'clock our time, and uh, Renee Young was it Booker T and Lita? <laughs> yeah, oh, the gosh. dream team. Oh God! I mean, <laughs> why? You know, they've had decent panels before. Now I've, I don't have a specific problem with Booker T, and I think Renee Young is brilliant. the The fact that she's still there is nothing short of amazing to me, and I I cannot believe that they've not lost her to a better network. They inevitably will, but she's shacked up, isn't she? So well, she, she is, but that—I mean, 
that'll only last so long. I don't mean the relationship. <laughs> you know, no offense, Renee. I mean, I'm I'm not casting any aspersions here, but there's only so long that that can keep you in the company. Thing is, though, she gets on Sports Center. She interviews a big basketball player, Dean Ambrose. You can do one, mate, because. <laughs> Because you got to be a basketball player. I'm so pleased that no one can see your hand gestures. It's. Darling. I think I think it's safe to say that's, I was, that's I was, I was, what I was doing was listeners was I was rubbing my finger and thumb together and saying big basketball player because he's got a lot of money. Obviously, of course you were. That made a decision for me because I was wondering should we record this with a camera? Should we not? That's made a decision. No. So that's done. Fuck recording it with a camera. Oh no. Um, I mean, it's a state. This is the thing, though. It's all part of the same show. People who paid for it on pay-per-view got less viewing time and yet somehow were better off because they didn't have to watch the first half an hour of... Although they did miss Booker T's Shucky Ducky Quack Quack. Yeah, somebody made graphics for that. It said Shucky Ducky Quack Quack, then a little rubber duck appeared on screen. That's been there for a little while. It's like, But it is phenomenal that... Said, oh, we're going to miss Booker T saying shocky duck, shocky ducky, quack quack. And as we said that, not only did he say it, it appeared on screen. With as you say, someone was paid to make a graphic of Booker T saying shocky ducky, quack quack. And you just, you can just guarantee that Vince went, nah, it's not good enough. Do it, <laughs> do it again. <laughs> so somebody's had to do it twice, really. <laughs> you can absolutely guarantee that. Um, I, right. It started off with, um, well, I mean, I don't think we I don't know, because like, if, if we review this show, right, it, this podcast is going to be longer than the show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and no one actually gives a fuck about Ryback versus Callisto. No, that's true. As, as evidenced by the fact that I don't care if there was ticket Ryback's issues, Ryback's right? mum wasn't even in the, in the arena <laughs> at that point. <laughs> you know, I'll give it a fucking miss. I like Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> When's Roman on? Can you get me Roman's autograph? Bring Roman. Oh, God, I've got to say, right? I had an email, I don't know if either of you had, from the WWE Network today, right? And it quite literally was a video of Roman Reigns. The title of the email was something along the lines of, thank you from Roman Reigns. Thank you from WWE World Heavyweight Champion Roman Reigns. Now, I don't want to question their clientele here, but if you're selling a network full of old wrestling to people, and you send them a video saying thank you from Roman Reigns, I don't know who went, this will definitely work, this will make people like him. And it's in the video. It's about one minute, I'd say. And it's him holding the title, saying, thanks so much for signing up to the WWE Network to see my rise to glory. Yeah, well, they did. And I'll point out, when he won, spoilers, uh, everyone cheered. Yeah, well, I mean... I'm a very tired I, I don't remember that. I, there's, there's a question whether they cheered or whether they were just pleased it was over. I think a lot of that was... <laughs> I think a lot. Of I were happy. I were going to bed. Yeah, you you were del- you literally spent the last half hour on your phone. Yeah, to keep awake. Just to keep yourself awake. It was far too long. Much like this extended intro that I've sort of done. I think I think we'll be on the intro at this point, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Um, it was just ridiculous. It was like, no, as you say, nobody needs seven hours of anything. No. Um. I mean, we're not gonna. We're not going to break it down in terms of specific parts, as I think we've sort of established. I just wanted to let everyone know, if they weren't sure, if they thought, oh, I like wrestling, I'm going to watch seven hours of this in the future, <laughs> don't fucking waste your time. See, I'll, t- I'll tell you now, I didn't feel happy at the end of any match, so you just avoid it. You say that, right? 
And I do believe that you believe that, except how many 1PW shows were you at where it probably lasted about seven hours? Okay, listeners, right? 1PW was a show, it was a wrestling company in, in the UK that I may or may not have had, had some involvement in. If you owed any money, I weren't involved in any financial <laughs> things. So don't. Which, let's face it, most people listening to who know the letters probably are owed money. Yeah, basically, like they probably still owe people money, but I, I just used to go and like, their shows ran like, oh, hours. hours, but hours. I was happy at them because I got to meet AJ Styles. Fair I enough. got to meet Samoa Joe. Um... I got to meet Corey Graves. All, <laughs> all the stars of the WWE. I got to meet before they were stars. Absolutely. Adrian Neville. Before he was even called Adrian. Yeah. Never mind Neville. I'll tell you what I want to talk about WrestleMania, mate. Go on. Best thing about WrestleMania ever, right? Ever, every WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. When they re- wear new clothes. Do you, do you like at Christmas when your mum gets you like new pyjamas or new pants? Dal, just to stop you, you've just completely changed topics. Yeah, I know, but I... <laughs> I just I just wanted to cut him off. I don't. I'm not. I'm. I'm is, not talking about stars that we knew in past. I want to talk about new. And the fact we've been at many many old one PW shows that went from six in the evening till like one in the morning. Yeah, but they were good times. To be fair, the next thing I was gonna say was I don't want to talk about one PW anymore. So <laughs> I'm actually not that fussed that he sort of switched me over. But I'm gonna contradict you on that, right? I do or did like that, like the new. Until Rider Mania. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Do you remember Rider Mania, Dal? Yes. Yeah, so now, I'm going to ask before... before oh, so. Do you remember Rider Mania? No. Okay. So, the reason you remember... Tell, go on, tell us why you remember uh, okay, Rider Mania. Okay, listeners. Uh, me, me and Graham went to WrestleMania 29 in New York slash New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zack Ryder got a special ring gear made. And it had, like, the New York skyline on it. And it said Rider Mania on it. On his bum. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And he never got to wear them at WrestleMania because he weren't on the show. Which, I don't know, I, I quite liked that because I don't like that rider. Yeah, I was quite pleased about that yeah. as well. But nonetheless, it annoyed me that he'd even got them made. And from then on, it's sort of soured my opinion on the whole thing. Um, yeah, it's just, speaking of which, I think it, that leads us quite nicely into the, uh, the seven-man ladder match, which... Spots. Yeah, spot fest. Like, I heard somebody, well, actually, I know who it was. It was Dave Meltzer, said that that was the best match. I was like, doesn't that say more about the card than anything but else? Dave Meltzer, who didn't get the pre-show battle royal at Wrestle Kingdom, he did. He couldn't understand it and gave it half a star. He thought that was the best match. Yeah, yeah, he said ladder match was the best match on the show. Said that, like, openly. I mean, it was fine, but it was, it was just spots. So I'll tell you my favourite spot in the ladder match, right? And you'll never see this in any other ladder match. Do you know that one where they put that ladder that's not gimmicked across the ring and the crowd barrier and somebody always just happens to lay on it and then they get like thrown through it or something? That's my favourite spot. And they get splinters in their arms because it's made of wood. Yeah. Fucking hate that spot. <laughs> Every fucking time. <laughs> It's not even subtle anymore, is it? No. At one point, it would have been like it would have fallen, or someone would have tried to slide it out of the ring. Now it's just let's set this table uh, ladder up. Yeah. We've, we set it up. It's just, nothing's gonna happen. Shall we try climbing this one, lads? For belt? No, <laughs> no. Leave that one there. <laughs> but you know, eventually, though, one day, and I'm sure it's probably happened somewhere. Eventually, it's gonna happen that they get the wrong one. Someone picks up the wrong one. I can't fucking win um, that day. <laughs> I hope that Riley tries to go through it. God, right. Um, 
I mean, we obviously found out the next night why Zack Ryder won. I mean, it was obvious from the minute that he held yeah, the briefcase. Uh, we, we, we thought Samoa Joe were going to come and knock him out. I thought Baron Corbin right. was just... I, I thought, wanted Samoa Joe to come and beat him. I did not expect that at all. <laughs> what did you expect to happen on the Monday? On the Monday? Mm-hmm. I, I don't watch Ross. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh, you're odd. Uh, listen, listen, we've got somebody talking about wrestling that doesn't watch like the number one wrestling show. <laughs> I just watched the YouTube highlights. It's three hours long. I ain't got time. If anything, that should pretty much give you an idea of what we're all about, really. <laughs> Although, to be fair, this this raw I didn't watch all the way through. I watched, I left, like I recorded it and flicked through it, but I didn't watch all the way through. But essentially, after Zack Ryder won the Intercontinental title, what did you expect from that? Because anyone expected I'll reign any longer than a day. You're fooling yourself. It no, was... I expected more than a day. Why? Because... Did you think he was going to make it past SmackDown? Yeah. Did you why? think he was going to make it to Payback? I don't know why, because I've got hope. I'm not even going to delve into why I thought it was obvious Wait, that... This is a man that had trunks made that had a big red button on the back on his arse and it said, push me. Arse <laughs> oh, not bomb, I noticed you changed that from, from when he was talking about Rider Mania. <laughs> He's gone more angry, you can tell. Incre- increasing the profanity. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, it was obvious to me as soon as it's Zack Ryder who wins. I, the only thing that surprised me about the whole intercontinental title situation across the two days w- was that he dropped it on Raw to The Miz. Not because I have a problem with that. In fact, if anything, I'm happier with that than I would have been with a lot of people. But I was expecting this was going to be their excuse to bring somebody. Like, I understand why you, Daryl, said Samoa Joe, because that brings an immediate star in and gives them a title straight away to sort of legitimise them. My thought was, it's going to be Baron Corbin, because he won the Battle Royal at WrestleMania. I thought he would come out and say, well, I won at WrestleMania too. Why don't we have a match? And obviously it turned out to be The Miz, which, by the way, brought back Maurice, which could be fantastic. Because I think... She's cracking his mind. She is absolutely brilliant. Like, I have she's an, my favourite demon. I have an issue with this. Oh, okay. Because the whole, like, the best part about them is, and I know you two are instantly looking at me thinking, what do you mean the best part of them is? No, no. I love um, them is. I'm going yeah, to get that on well, record. Miz is one of the only people who legitimately gets booed. Yeah. And he's like, he's a legitimate bad guy. And having a ridiculously hot woman next to him, even though it is his wife, it doesn't matter what she does, she'll get cheered. She's not in even Marie territory because she's not trying to wrestle. Like, so it doesn't really matter unless they do something to like Sami Zayn or someone who's popular. I can't think of any examples, but... That's because nobody's gonna, popular? Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take the focus off the fact that the Miz is genuinely hateable. Didn't Maurice get booed though when she, when she were Divas champion? Well, she definitely did when she was Divas. Sorry, I, I interrupted her. I thought you were going to talk about it on Raw Monday night because obviously she got cheered. Because she was yeah. any sort of person that anyone recognised. So it was that crowd. <laughs> now we've been part of that crowd. Did you go to the Raw after WrestleMania, Dan? Because you were at WrestleMania 25, yes. weren't you? Yes, I went you to go? the one when it was, uh, they did the triple, it was the six-man tag of Legacy versus Vince, Shane and Batista. Yeah, that was actually quite good. I quite enjoyed that, like watching on telly, I imagine. But was that, because I get sort of a little bit shaky on this sort of thing, was that one of those crowds if you get my drift was it a very sort of because when we went obviously we were the, the sort of slightly infamous shall we stop beating about the bush the kind of crowds that, that chant we are awesome yeah which was sickening but it literally happened half an hour into raw which is just just 
you, actually you, you disgusting. Can all, you can all have a laugh in your own time, but when you're at wrestling show, just play along. <laughs> don't, don't don't chant "We are awesome." Just like boo the bad guys. Yeah, I I agree with that to some extent. I don't know if I go as far as to say exactly what you said, but as soon as as soon as you chanted "We are awesome," you don't deserve to be there. You, you're not. I'll but, tell you now. You're anyway. Not. Daryl and I were at the infamous sort of post WrestleMania twenty nine Raw, which is the one, the one where... that started it all. Well, it feels like that to me, and that's why I was sort of asking yeah, Dan. Uh, ours. It, I mean, it still was like a big portion of international fans and stuff, and the crowd were a bit louder. Mm-hmm. We were in, just. I mean, I'm the, the daft thing is what when I saw people talk about it afterwards, they were like, "What a great crowd! What a fantastic!" I was being sat there behind the Chelsea fan, and. It, he probably won't listen to this, but I really hope he does. Who was, like, I, I think, I don't even know uh, I'll, I'll tell you, what, you, but yeah. He was acting the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> There's the first one. Yeah. Ding. If we, if we can get a sound effect, definitely add that in. Um, when he was in front of people, literally standing up in front of people, waving his, was it Adelaide United flag yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah, Adelaide United flag wearing a Chelsea shirt, which, let's not even go there. And... A bloke behind him, you know, quite respectfully said, hey, buddy, could you sit down? Literally turns around and goes, fuck you, mate. Fuck you. Apropos of nothing. Yeah. The guy told him to sit down. Frankly, he could have told him to do a lot worse, considering the bloke's behaviour. And that was pretty much representative of most of the crowd, I would say. Yeah. I mean, it's, I quite enjoyed seeing Dolph Ziggler win the title. Yeah, at a, lot, the time. a lot of title change. At the time, we'll get back to that probably. If not today, then definitely another day. But... That promoted that crowd, didn't it? Yeah. I feel like that was the first sort of... Because they got what they wanted. It was the crowd... Was it your crowd as well that sang Fandango's entry? Yes. <sighs> yeah. So, again, another thing that loads of people are like, oh, that's so, so crazy and spontaneous. And the problem with anything crazy and spontaneous is, what did WWE do straight away? Oh, that was crazy and spontaneous. Let's foster that crazy and spontaneous thing in a controlled environment, which always works. They've got this terrible habit of finding these. When actual spontaneity happens, they just try and put it into its own sort of box. But to get back to my point, which I think we were making about 10 minutes ago, about uh, Miz and Maurice, I, I disagree with you. Because I think, aside from Monday, where obviously it's that smarky crowd where they'll just cheer anything that they sort of recognise or anything that they think is kind of almost just working the opposite of what people want, I think Maurice is a good enough heel that you pair her with Miz, who is, as you say, probably one of the few genuine heels they've got, I think it could be a working combination. I'm just surprised that they didn't use that match, like the inevitable loss of Zack Ryder, to um, elevate somebody new, like Baron Corbin or somebody. I've not got a problem with it. That's just well, pretty much... Baron Corbin's doing the thing with Dolph Ziggler. Oh, yeah, which totally elevates him. Yeah, you're right. right no, let, let's talk about there. your Dolph Ziggler hate, because my opinion on him is... He's a good workhorse. Oh. Like he, he's a good. He can have really good matches. Like last year, all the pay per view openers he did and stuff. In general, they were great matches. And he does have right, something okay, there. Right, but okay, right. His character is oh, I have the best matches. Your character shouldn't be I want to have the best matches. Your character should be I want to win. See Brock Lesnar, right? <laughs> he isn't going out there going I steal the show every night. Other than WrestleMania, he I, does steal the show because he's a mentalist. I will, I will com- like go against that by saying Shawn Michaels. What about Shawn Michaels? What about Shawn Michaels? The showstopper, Mr. Yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah, and did he win? Not every time. Did he beat Ric Flair? 
Yeah, he beat matters. Rick Flair, yeah. then he lost he Undertaker. He could have had the best match and just laid down, but he went, no, fuck it, I'm going to retire because you're old. Sorry, I love <laughs> you. He kicked him in the head. I think... Um, uh, I mean, there is a big difference between Shawn Michaels and Dolph Ziggler. He was the showstopper in the main event, the icon, right? And he wouldn't job to Bret Hart, and he sent him packing. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I think, just to, like, really emphasise this, the very fact that you brought up Shawn Michaels in a conversation about Dolph Ziggler offends me. But he's just the worst. I agree with Daryl in terms of his character, but I think that there would be an argument to say that that's a problem with WWE as a whole because you've literally got Road Dog going on Twitter saying wins and losses don't matter and such. But Dolph Ziggler goes beyond that. His his Twitter handle is ha. Oh, no, it's not hashtag. Obviously, his Twitter handle is Heel Ziggler. It's heels. He's he's the most business exposing fuckwit. On the whole roster. He's and, a, and he's a baby face now. So and he's, a baby face. Really. he's a baby face. He's, he's the good guy. And he's calling himself hashtag heel. It, double denim. Double. He was. Oh. I, I think we should do a show on wrestling fashion, to be honest. You just brought up double denim. Oh, jeez. Oh, how can. Michael he's, PSAs will be a big feature. <laughs> I'm, lit- I'm literally. I've, I've got. Um, I've literally got a list of he's got reasons list. why I don't like Dolph Ziggler. And oh, he, oh, wait, he's got it laminated as well. I'm going to break it up, well, for obvious reasons. Because <laughs> it's wiped clean. <laughs> You're awful. Um, speaking of awful, why Dolph Ziggler's awful, right? Turd offence. All his offence is awful. Like, every, it looks like he, he comes across as a guy who wants to pretend to be a wrestler. His offense, his finisher, he jumps up and gives himself an angle slam. That's his finisher. What's his other finisher? Sleeper hold. Famouser. Oh, yeah, the famouser. <laughs> because, you know, who you want to copy your moves off is Billy Gunn. That's where you want to take your inspiration. The oh, great, but the, great power lifter. the one Billy Gunn. No, 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 no. Mr. Ass Billy Gunn. Because let's not forget that Dolph Ziggler walks out and shakes his ass on the stage. Because that's that's the second thing you want to be taking. He's taken more than one thing off Billy Gunn and thought, yeah, that's a character. Um, nothing he does looks like it hurts. D- d- I can't. Even- None of his super kicks like that are connected. Right. They put a super kick in I a film. Say, does he do- does he want to do another fucking super kick in a match? Oh God! <laughs> it's f- ten minutes of super kicks. The funny thing about that is he was in that intercontinental title match. I I we could probably do a super kick count in that match. Considering there's him and Kevin Owens, who I have a, some issue with, but I'll, I don't have to get to that right now. Um, and then later on in the show, they have Shawn Michaels coming out to do a super kick. Which one do you think people cared about more? Now, obviously, Shawn Michaels is a far bigger star, but if you've got somebody doing su- the you know, 11 T super kicks in the first match, is it the best idea? If you want to see super kicks, I can show you some young books. I think there's a very there's a very large difference in the psychology there. And I think that's something that people who don't like the Young Bucks don't get. I'm not I'm not an indie wrestling fan anymore in the same way that I was a little while ago, but the psychology of the Young Bucks doing many super kicks is vastly different to Dolph Ziggler. Okay, because yeah. Dolph Ziggler <laughs> just does them because he thinks they're cool. Because he thinks he's, he's cool. Um, denim. I think I've talked it, it, about yeah, double denim yeah, already. What you do uh, is you double down on double denim. Well, exactly, because I think it's doubly important. Um, I've got a note here that literally just says noodle-headed fuck. I think, <laughs> I think that 
that speaks for itself. I don't even think I need to explain that one. Um, and let's not forget, 90 days. Dolph Ziggler, when they when he destroyed the authority and he had that... I mean, he had a decent moment in Survivor Series. Um, a month later, the authority was back in power. And the best line that they could think to give him when they were all getting sacked was, how long do you think you should be suspended for? And he just defeatistly, like he didn't give a fuck, just, oh, 90 days. Who, who's buying into that guy as somebody who can take down the authority, even after he's literally done it? As soon as he said that, it's like, I don't, I don't believe in you anymore. Now, there's an issue with the writing there, but I just, ah, uh, oh, it infuriates me. And I've wasted a good chunk of this time talking about somebody who I genuinely hate. I will point out that we have been talking for about 25 minutes and we haven't even really touched on WrestleMania yet. Well, because it was shit. <laughs> maybe maybe that might be why. Right, here we go. Dean Ambrose. He, he's, he meets Mick Foley. Mick Foley sa- says, oh, don't get Graham started on Mick Foley. Because <laughs> that's another podcast. Yeah. But anyway, he meets Mick Foley. Mick Foley goes, oh, do, do, you, want, do you want this bar by a baseball bat, mate? And Dean Ambrose is like, yeah, I think I fucking have that. Cheers. Right, so he has it. Then he meets Terry Funk. And Terry Funk's like, oh, I used to be Chainsaw Charlie. Do you want a chainsaw? He's like, well, fucking have a chainsaw, yeah. Because he's brought Lesnar. I need a chainsaw. Now, I didn't expect him to chop his head off. Right. When it comes to WrestleMania, he gets chainsaw out. It don't fucking work. It doesn't work. That's because Finn Balor used it all up on Friday. Exactly. Used all, used all what a twat. I don't have as much of a problem with that. But well, what I wanted him to chainsaw the table in half. Yeah, see, that would have been fair. I thought he was going to chase Paul Heyman about. Yeah, just do something like that, but no. And then he gets barbed wire bat out, like sort of like licks it or whatever he did. And then that's about it. The odd thing about that match is I have a couple of problems with it, um, but for completely different reasons. Like, I was annoyed they made the match in the first place. Not in the sense that I felt like the Wyatt match would have been better because it clearly wouldn't. But every time Dean Ambrose came to have a fight with Brock Lesnar... I just I didn't believe anything he did because generally his offense looks all right compared to other people, but on Brock Lesnar he just looked I didn't buy him as a threat. But they made the match. I'm not saying he should have won, but they what he got five minutes of offense with weapons. He got lobbed into the chairs and that was it. Yeah. If you're gonna, I didn't think they should have made the match to begin with, but if you're gonna make the match. Do it properly. And the thing is, Brock Lesnar's our favourite wrestler as well. Absolutely. Right. I, he, I don't know about Dan's favourite wrestler, but he's our favourite wrestler. Absolutely, yeah. Is Brock Lesnar your favourite wrestler? I don't know. Oh, so, good I, talk. I, 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 don't, I, I couldn't tell you who my favourite wrestler is on main roster. Cause, to yeah. be fair, I got asked this not long ago who my favourite wrestler was, and I literally couldn't come up with a name. And now that you mentioned it, it's obvious. Of course yeah. it's Brock Lesnar. Because he's, he's, just, he's just mint. He just lobs everybody about. Does what he wants. Yeah. He, he decides he's going to come into work and just jog <laughs> on spot and do pull, like, pull him and talk. And then that's it. That's his day done. He just does what he wants. He is the epitome of what like a wrestler should be. Yeah. Because he's massive, right? He has good matches, but he has the matches he wants to have. Yeah. Um, he turns up, he, he gets paid, does what he wants, and leaves. And if, like, Dolph's... Dolph Ziggler is never going to be in that position, even if somehow. You fucking hate Dolph Ziggler. Even if Dolph, well, 
But it, but it bears repeating because even if Dolph Ziggler went away, say, Countdown becomes the greatest movie of all time, the biggest success of all time. It's got Rusev in it. Actually, Rusev's probably my favourite. Fair enough. I can see that. But like, say Countdown becomes the greatest success of all time and he gets a massive role in some film and he goes away for a little while and he comes back. I still guarantee you that Dolph Ziggler would have the same type of matches that he would be having, despite the fact that he'd made loads of money. Now, that won't happen, but it sh- to me, that's the psychology of Dolph Ziggler, and that's why I hate him. Okay. <laughs> I thought we'd moved on from that. No, we, we, I'll literally never have moved on from that. Never. Anyway, I can't remember what point we are making, but Brock Lesnar's been... Yeah, that's he what is, I yeah. To put well, we, t- we, we talked about the Brock Lesnar and Dean Ambrose thing. You said about the chainsaw. I've not got too much of a problem with the chainsaw thing, because... There was no way he was going to chop chop his arm off the chainsaw, <laughs> but I do agree that having him chainsaw through the uh, through the table would have been a better idea. Um, you had a point to make about no, I don't know if that's more into takeover whether we should talk yeah, about. Yeah, uh, let's carry on WrestleMania first. We could bring up the whole divas to women's title thing. Um, get rid of the divas title <laughs> and make it the women's championship, which is a great thing. I think this it's is been a long be a... time coming, and then. The women's match is probably my favourite match on the card. Yeah, I think this is going to be a rare occasion where, well, so far, from what we said, where I absolutely agree with you and, and Daryl completely disagrees with <laughs> I just I, like, I went happy at the end of any match. <laughs> like I literally was watching that show going, this is wank after every <laughs> match. And I and like, obviously, I do like wrestling, but I don't like wrestling. Yeah. But like usually at WrestleManias, I'm a bit more Mr. Positive. Mm-hmm. I like one match. I didn't like any, but if you, you guys can talk about women's match, because I didn't. I'll argue with that again, because the women's match was definitely the one you were most interesting for when I pointed out Becky Lynch had kind of poked out of her top a little bit. And then for the rest <laughs> of the match, you were sat forward, glued on the screen, <laughs> going, I think Charlotte just slipped out too. And are we, go, are we literally going to go from that comment to talking about how it's great that WWE respecting yeah, well, well, women? I, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to step out the female wrestling ring and I'll let you two ladies talk about the women's title thing. And what, yeah. yeah. Well, it's not only the women's title thing. They've moved all the women over to the superstars page. All the all the wrestlers are on one page together. So now that the superstars. means that means when I want to have a little cheeky tug, I've got to <laughs> I've got to scroll through John Cena to get to like Sasha Banks. I guess so, yeah. Oh, it's going to put me off. I'm Will it? I'm Will it really? I'm literally trying to think now who is directly before Sasha Banks on the roster. And I hope it's someone like Roman Reigns just immediately before. Just to get me started. Just to get you started. Um, I've never been a huge fan of women's, rest- women's wrestling, probably because I've only ever really watched WWE. But I thought the women's match was the best match on the card. I enjoyed it more than anything else. Um, I really like... Basically, this is what... You know when they were all on about the Divas Revolution? This is pretty much what they should have done. And it took them, what, six months? Nine months. Nine months Yeah. to actually do it properly. I mean, if you watched NXT over the last few years, you know how good the women are in that company. And all they needed was women who could wrestle and give them a bit of time and let them do it. I mean, even Natalia, who's kind of been stuck doing shit for years, she had that really good match at Roadblock. She's going to have a rematch with her next month, probably. That'll probably be another good match because Natalia is also pretty good, despite the fact on Total Divas she's a car wreck. Everyone on Total Divas is a car wreck though. Everyone who's not who's the dog, Josie. There you go. The dog. Josie and even Marie's husband Jonathan are the two best things about that show, and Jonathan's not even on it anymore. It was a sad day. 
See, I should clarify, Daryl, because you look at me funny. Yeah. When, I, when I say the dog, I do literally mean the dog, not what you're yeah. calling. Yeah, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella's dog, Josie, is one of the best things of the show. But, like, I think the problem, and a lot of people have pointed this out, but I think it bears repeating, is that they're, for when they started the whole Divas Revolution thing, they were trying to serve two masters. They are trying to have the Divas side, the flashy e-entertainment type side, whilst also presenting a serious women's division. And I think now, if they are really making the decision to present a serious women's division, then I think I think that's great. I really like the title. Um, I like the way it was done. I'm actually pleased. Something something I considered afterwards was the way they've done this sort of thing so far is they've had Stephanie come out and present women. And if you're presenting her as also the biggest bitch on the show, it's probably not the best idea to have her as the baby face representative of the women. So to have Lita ref, uh, bring out, come out and reveal the title worked a lot better. Yeah, well, Stephanie was busy preparing for her Tina Turner in Mad Max Two impression. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the whole thing like having Lita do it. Apart from Lita could do with bullet points when she does a promo, because she rambled a little bit, not to bitch too much. But um, yeah, it just needed people who could work and give them time to work rather than saying here's two minutes here's six of you in one match try and do something do you mean we're not going to get any more chocolate pudding matches <laughs> not quite but I mean Eve Marie's still knocking around you can still find them so but they're not on get... WWE television and I don't want to be one of those people that bitches on Eve Marie too much but she is terrible she's getting better but she's still kind of terrible and yet I'll, I'll jump in there and say that she is much closer to an actual heel than half the roster. Yeah. Who's more of a heel, her or Dolph Ziggler? Oh, well, only one of them's got heel in their Twitter handle, so that should give it... Oh, no, Dolph's supposed to be a baby face. Oh, he's so plucky. Oh, don't even... Just... Oh. Are there any other high points from WrestleMania you want to talk about? I think, I think it's mostly low points, really, isn't it? We should any other low points you want to talk about? Find more low points. The Hell in the Cell match? Um... I, what I will say about the Hell in a Cell match, right? For as much as the first, I don't know, twenty minutes or so were just slow and weird, like basically two blokes who want to look like they're doing MMA, but really aren't doing MMA at all. Um, when Shane climbed up, we all knew what was going to happen, and yet I still sat there going, "Just don't, don't do it, don't, don't do it." I mean. You know, fair play to him. The guy's like, he's not even been in the WWE for what? How long did they say? Did they say like, I think it would have been about 2006. So it would have been... No, 2009 he was fighting with Legacy, wasn't he? Oh, was that 2009? You, yeah. you went to WrestleMania 25 and he would, at the more after that, weren't he? Yeah. So that means 2009. So it's probably, I think they did say seven years, didn't they? Um, I mean, you know what to expect, really, when he turns up. You know he's going to lob himself off, some, off something, which... Consider he's quite literally the son of the owner. He doesn't have to do. So, I don't really have a problem with it. But, even though I knew it was going to happen, and I knew he was going to have to do it, some part of me still went, don't do it. So, I was engaged at least, which is more than I could say for a lot of matches. So, the only problem with it was, once that spot's over, well, where do you really go from there? So, not the finish. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't. They went for another, what, five, ten minutes? No, no, it was... From there, it was just, like, Undertaker looking at him, like, just, what are you doing? And then he pretty much dragged him in the ring, tombstone him and pinned him. 
Okay, five minutes. It should have been ten minutes because they're both very, very slow and very, very tired. I'm hearing rumours that Undertaker isn't going to come back. Well, it. Well, this is this that. is what I want to. This is what I'm annoyed about. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, not that I'm annoyed about anything else, but <laughs> so before about anything else. No, it's not me, mate. Okay. Mr. Positive. <laughs> so, before uh, WrestleMania, it's like, oh, if Shane wins, he gets control of Raw. If Undertaker loses, he can't wrestle at WrestleMania again. Right, Undertaker lost. Uh, Undertaker won. Yep. So that means Shane doesn't. Listen, listeners. Shane will not get control of Raw. That won't happen. And Undertaker, he can wrestle again. Then at the WrestleMania after party, apparently he's going around telling people, "Yeah, probably done wrestling now," because he he left his gloves in the ring. Which, if you remember that Mark Henry thing where he left leaves his boots in the ring, apparently it's a symbol. I didn't even notice that. I yeah, I know he took them off. And mm-hmm. then I've watched it back since because I, w- I thought I made it up in my head. Oh, he, right, okay. he does take them off and believes him in the ring. Okay. Um, but obviously you're not really paying much attention because you've just seen somebody lob himself off the top of the cage. So why would you why would you be bothered about him taking his gloves off? Especially considering it's like halfway. Well, actually it wasn't halfway through the pay per view, but no. In fact, if it was towards the five hour mark, I would say. Yeah. So that happens, and then next night on Raw, stipulations don't matter, guys, because. Shane, do you just want to have control of Raw? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I do, Dad. Yeah, please, if that's all right. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Just do what, do what you want. Well, I just do what I want anyway. We've just had the biggest WrestleMania ever, so I'm fucking off home. Because I, I know this is going to be shit. Uh, no, mate, actually, I think you're fine. Um, Vince just wanted to see what a train wreck was going to be, so you, you've definitely got that wrong. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, yeah, so we, 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 what, we, we invest in WrestleMania, and then just it's just... Backwards. They should just have Shane win. Fuck it. And then the title match was just. I think we were pretty much asleep by that point, and then everyone cheered after booing him. Everyone cheered Roman Reigns running for a few seconds, and then went, "Oh no, we're supposed to boo him," and carried on booing him, and that was the end of that. If we're talking about like cheering and then supposed to boo, I thought the reaction for John Cena was brilliant. I was so pleased about yeah. that. And it I was hope... the same as Royal Rumble when he made his surprise return. Yeah. Everyone cheered like fuck. It was like, yes, John Cena's back. No, wait, we're not supposed to like him. I think this time, though, I think, genuinely, I think it was different. Um, it, there was an element of that, but I don't think after they realised who it was, I don't think there was a shift to, to booing. I think there was a, just a shift to that sort of John Cena sock song, and I don't think there was a lot of booing when he was actually in the ring either. Just because, for a start, the show was so long by that point that they were probably happy to see anything that was remotely different. And also, these people hate Roman Reigns so much and don't like the way he works that I think by this point, someone like John Cena, they start to realise they didn't really know what they had. Yeah, workhorse like John Cena. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Actually, go along with that. Yeah. And they, they, they realise that Roman Reigns is shit. Yeah. Uh, the title match was just—I mean, the only thing that anyone popped for, apart from like, the first five minutes when they were deliberately sort of cheering for Triple H and booing uh, Roman Reigns. You know, plucky Triple H, the uh, son-in-law of the owner who is heavily involved in creative. who He represents the wrestling fans. Um, was when Roman speared Stephanie. So the in the same night that they brought back the women's title and they were saying, oh, uh, women matter again, they were also having man and woman violence. So... Or equality. Is it though? She got into the ring. Accidents can happen. <laughs> Is that your motto? Yeah. 
it's it's not that I've got a specific problem with it. I, in fact, if anything, I think more of the problem I have with Stephanie is that she gets loads of heat and then there's no payback for it. But I do find it interesting that WWE is quite willing to contravene its own sort of corporate guidelines in an effort to try and get Roman Reigns cheered. Vince McMahon told Shane he was going to kick his fucking head in, so... Yeah, he, he doesn't play by any of his own rules, though. He makes all his own rules and then flagrantly breaks, breaks them, calls the title about, swears on yeah, air. He's, he's a mentalist. Bleed. He's, he's an a... actual mentalist. And that's a fact. Yeah. Like, he's he's crazy. Yeah, let's not forget that Vince McMahon is the man that wanted to do a storyline where he pretended that he'd had sex with his uh, daughter and then became the father of his daughter's child but the, his daughter was actually pregnant with Triple H's baby let's not forget as well For on a related note you remember when they did the whole Vince's illegitimate son thing he he got to do it a little bit for five, he got to do he got to do a little bit of incest for five minutes because in that storyline the very last thing literally right for maybe not quite as long as five minutes but for two minutes of that storyline you remember they eliminated people from the ring. Sandman forgot to leave the ring, and eventually, the last person left in the ring, who must be Triple H, must be Vince's son, was Triple H, and his first line was, "If you're my son, then that means that you and and Triple H had to cut him off and say, I don't like it any more than you do." So he got his little snippet of incest in there before Hornswoggle ran out and Triple H peed his pants. Um, he, he wants it, doesn't he? Yeah, I I don't think there's anything more to be said about the insane. Vince McMahon. Well, Vince is friends with Donald Trump, and Donald Trump's made loads of weird comments about his daughter. He's just fitting in. Just, they're you know all part of the same. Yeah. Billionaires who want to. The crazy haired billionaire incest club. <laughs> it's not quite as catchy as Bullet Club, is it? If somebody wants if somebody wants to make us a t shirt with that on, then <laughs> we'll sell it. By all means, I will sell it and give you 100% of the profits. I, no, I'm, I'm, I don't care. <laughs> I do. I've done that. I've I done do. that for you. I do. <laughs> I quite like to you make, make money off this podcast. You are in it for the money, aren't yeah. Because this is the way to make money. Yeah, I want Impossible. a pro, pro wrestling tees. Uh, <laughs> they, they do a podcast t-shirt. Page. What else from WrestleMania have we got to talk about? Like The Rock. The Rock has got to be, yeah, go on. Oh, The Rock, that wound me up so much because it was like 10 to 4. And that's the time when, you know, 4 o'clock supposed <laughs> to when the pay-per-view cuts over. You're allowed a bit over and fine. But the WWE go to The Rock. You're a massive star. You know you're allowed to do whatever you want. So he goes, whatever I want. All right then. I want the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. I want a flamethrower. I want my name in giant flammable letters so I can set it on fire. I want to announce the attendance, and then I want to break the record for the fastest match in WrestleMania. Does what so, he wants. So the co-main event of WrestleMania was actually Eric Rowan versus The Rock. <laughs> yeah. But does any of that seem slightly ridiculous? Do you know why? Right. I I get why you're annoyed about it, but I'm sort of alright with it. I wasn't alright with it at the time because it extended the show by another, what, 45 <laughs> it minutes? It felt like it an felt hour. Like 45 minutes, maybe an hour. It was the same as last year, but last year had at least had the payoff of Ronda Rousey. This year had the payoff of the Wyatt family and Eric Rowan getting pinned in six seconds and John Cena coming back, which people kind of expected to happen at some point this weekend. Well, there you go. at least it brought John Cena back, which, by the way, I called at the time. After we all agreed that he wasn't winning the uh, Battle Royal. But, um, frankly, if, he, if he's going to walk in and say, this is this is what I want to do, and they're going to let him do it, why shouldn't he? Oh, yeah, it's fine, but at 10 to 4, 
in the morning. To, to be fair, yeah, See, at that point in time. Yeah, 10 to 4 in the morning, and he's there just hanging around all these cheerleaders, setting his name on fire, and you just like, fucking get on with it. I'd actually want the main event by that point. It was far too long. And I quite enjoyed him setting his name on fire. Why? Because he's rock, isn't it? Also, if he had that flamethrower, why didn't Dean Ambrose go and get that earlier on? And That's a good point. It's like, well, the chainsaw didn't work, but, that, but I've seen The Rock, and he's got a flamethrower, so I'll just borrow his flamethrower. Right. If you say that, like, if you're in a street fight, you just get a gun out, don't you? So you <laughs> not really. Well, there's a flamethrower back. Can't get into the arena, though. Can't get a gun in the arena. Mm. Flamethrower, however, it's a problem. Like, smoking guns used to. Right. Yeah, smoking guns. Yeah, the billion bark gun used to. You know, to. that was before, you know. Dolph's favourite favorite tag team. Yeah. No, actually, no. He's waiting for the the show guns. For... <laughs> the show guns. No, they beat the Dudleys once. Do you remember that? No. No, yeah. but Big Show and Billy Gunn do. He's got the printed photo on his wall. God, anyway, the other um, big celebrity returns, which was actually brilliant, Shawn Michaels, Mick Foley, and Steve Austin. Just because it meant I kind of got a dream match of Steve Austin and Rusev very briefly. You were like. Going, going well. We were sort of just enjoying like the the famous guys kicking the shit out of the League of Nations, and yeah, and you were going, but look, Rusev stomping Stone Cold Steve Austin. I was like, oh, that's a little moment for you. That's, that's yeah, it was good. great. And Rusev did take did, a good bump off the yeah, stunner. Yeah, great stunner bump. Better than Xavier Woods, I would say. Actually, who I don't even think it's anything to say of that match really, is it? No, not really. Yeah. No, it was. You know, the entrance was all right. Couldn't agree with the dresses Power Rangers or Dragon Ball Z characters. It was Dragon Ball Z characters, but I never watched it. So, and then they had a match, and then the thing afterwards happened, which was entertaining. What was the thing afterwards? Oh, the, yeah, sorry. The thing we're talking the about. Thing I thought you meant. I thought you meant after. <laughs> I thought you meant after that. All right. <laughs> I thought you meant the thing after the thing. Um, oh yeah. Because I don't remember what the thing after the thing and the thing was. Also. Mick Foley's lost quite a bit of weight. He's looking a bit better nowadays. He's not yeah. hobbling as much. Right. Presentation's everything, right? So he's looking a little bit better. But can I just point out, upstairs, he's not all there. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I don't think we should get into it. He just wants it to be Christmas every day. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything else we've got to say about WrestleMania? No. I don't think there's anything else it to was be long. said. It was long. Oh, one more thing. I'm really happy Brie, Bi- Brie Bella had a nice retirement because it means that we don't have to watch her anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. She's fine on Total Divas and stuff, but not actually wrestling. Do you remember when her sister came out in the neck brace? Oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah. That was really, that was genuinely entertaining. And not in a, I'm glad she's injured way, more like it, it reminded me of Bobby Heenan and Ric Flair. And heels always look good in neck braces. I don't think she was supposed to be a heel. No, but... then but... you watch Total Divas, so I would imagine that's pretty... Yeah, she's a bit of a dick on that. Yeah. What? <laughs> she's a bit of a dick at Oh, okay. Time, so yeah. j- j- honestly, for a second there, I thought you said ridic, at which point I was just going to have to, like, <laughs> cancel the podcast completely. Um, yeah, I don't She think... should keep it going, because literally there's never been a bad heel wearing a neck brace. I don't think there's... Yeah. I don't think there's anything else to say. Anything you've got? Like, Vince wore a neck brace... But he would try to babyface himself it was when he, it was facing it to, yeah. ju- to the jury. Yeah. Uh, didn't do anything wrong, according to the legal system. No. 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 He, he just came off his motorbike. So cheers, it. nails. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, on that note, I think it's a good time to wrap it up. Um, we didn't get the chance. I, 
We didn't get time to talk about NXT TakeOver. That's because you were too busy rambling about Vader's penis. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that was my main topic of conversation. You weren't sure about Dolph Ziggler. Um, yeah, well, I'll tell you what, we'll... Uh, We'll do a bit more on that because, frankly, if it's so negative on WrestleMania, it might not be a bad idea. Yeah, to I actually do... enjoyed NXT. Yeah, it might not be a bad idea yeah, to do something bad. positive and actually be, you know, positive people for once. Um, on that note, uh, thank you very much, thank you very much, Dan. Thank you. Thank you very much, Daryl. Right. And uh, remember Facebook.com/slash Royal Grumble, and we'll uh, talk to you soon.